Welcome to Embody the Evolution podcast, a podcast to explore conversations on how we can embody the evolution of who we need to become so that we can live sustainably in co-creation and in connected spirituality. Hi, I'm Kat. I like to dance like a sunflower. And I'm Leslie. I like riding my bike and feeling the wind in my hair. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to this episode of Embody the Evolution. In this episode, we talk about rebalancing the power we hold and confronting the constructs we live in. So I brought up mom guilt with my husband and he he didn't know what it meant. Oh, really? Oh, that's very interesting. Tell me more. Well, I said, do you ever experience anything like dad guilt? And he's like, no, not really. I know what you mean by that, but not all the time. Mm. I said, oh, okay. I, I experienced mom guilt. He's like, oh, well, what's that? Mm. <laughs> and I was describing our what we talked about, about mom guilt. And he didn't have any threads of emotional understanding. Mm. And he's an emotionally aware person yeah talks about his emotions a lot yeah what it reminded me of is women for centuries have experienced different levels of trauma and it's inherited and in the midst of us changing our balance of power between genders races um, viewing the weakness of vulnerability as a strength now, like we're we're changing the way that we view the balance of power between individuals and humans and animals and other species on the planet. And so amidst that rebalancing of power, like just bringing up these things that we live with, if somebody who already experiences, you know, just comfort and stability where another person is like consistently feeling like, oh, I need to be doing something better. I'm feeling guilty. You know, in, in this instance, it's caregiving for your children. Then, and I'm taking like the gender out of it for a little bit yeah. just to say that it's, it's like a rebalancing of power to bring it up when somebody doesn't experience it and another person does. Yeah. I like oh. that. And I appreciate that. It probably took um, some courage for you to bring that up and to address that, you know, that difference of power that, that, that does exist. It could be any kind of balance of power and then to address it and to bring it to the conversation in a way that is, um, like you said, there needs to be some courage because it needs to be addressed fully, not just like, oh, I don't want you to make that comment, change that part of your behavior. But, oh, actually, I'm going to feel systemically oppressed if I don't get to talk about this topic and give it some space and for you and I to share about it. And then for I, we had a bunch of windshield time because we were like five hours on the road. So it had a ton of airtime to be talked about yeah. so that there's no time limit 
you know, on the conversation felt really good with him and felt really good with you that there's no constraints to sharing about something that can ultimately give power back to the individual sharing that information. That's what I experienced. Like I said it to, to you and then I said it to my husband and I said, well, what would it feel like to be equal? I appreciate that you took that step and um, really had that conversation with your husband um, because yeah, I think it does take a certain amount of courage because it is a little bit of reclaiming your power, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just curious how, how that conversation went then if, when, once you kind of explained to him what mom guilt was. Well, if you're okay with sharing, yeah. yeah, I'm totally okay sharing it. Um, thinking about the conversation here. And what's interesting to me, I should let people know that are listening to this. My life's work is to bring community into balance with family and work life. That family and work start to synthesize and create a new way that community integrates um, balances of power that are um, supportive for the evolution of humanity. And so with my life's work being like this massive amount of energy behind this um, conversation, I have to be careful with my words that I'm keeping it kind of light. You know, I don't bring up all of humanity in a conversation with my husband, even if I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Because for me, I have a tendency that this isn't meant to be like all all the things that Kat does wrong in this episode, but I'm okay sharing all the things I don't know how to do. I'm working at being less critical of my husband and just allowing him to experience and me to understand his experience without with more neutrality and not wanting a change in behavior and evolved behavior being more patient with wherever he's at, even if I think it needs to be here or here or whatever. So this is a conversation in that vein where I have to be really careful not to be critical of him when I say it, like, how could you not experience this? Right. <laughs> you know, cause then the conversation stops. Yeah. So the courage comes down to bringing it up and then being careful in the conversation to not have it get shut down right? Yeah. by my tendencies of that are challenging in relationship. So what I did was I, I said, um, I'm just curious if you ever experienced guilt as a parent. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, there's something called mom guilt. And he basically didn't say anything. And I said, have you heard of it? And he said, I don't know what it is. And so when I get to that point in the conversation with somebody, and it could be anybody, a friend or my husband, I go, okay, is it skillful to continue? Or is it more important for me to just share something on my mind because I just want to talk. Like, does that make sense what I'm saying? Like, yeah, is this yeah, conversation going to go anywhere? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I chose to keep going and I said, <clears throat> yeah, sometimes when, you know, you have expectations of how you're supposed to be is your role as a parent. Mm. He said, oh, well, that, that makes sense. I don't experience that very much. And then I said, well, I experience it a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. How, how interesting, yeah. And then in my mind, when I say that, when I say I'm experiencing it a lot, I'm like, this is like lineages of women inherited. And I don't say that out loud, right? But in my mind, I'm going, are you freaking kidding me? Like, <laughs> that's what's happening in my brain. So if there was like a little party in there, they'd be like, what the hell's wrong with this dude? Doesn't he have, <laughs> you know? And so I'm like thinking all this. And yes. I just share that little bit. For, like, for everyone, this is like, this is your, do I continue with this conversation? How do I skillfully do this? This is the filter. Good filter. <laughs> right. And like underneath that filter, there's like a human going, this is bullshit. Like, where's humanity headed? <laughs> you know? And, yeah, yeah, totally. And I'm like, well, it's not going to be all solved in this conversation. So mm -hmm. And we're on our way to our vacation. So I go, well, I would really enjoy hearing your perspective on what you experienced as a parent and any guilt that you have around being a parent. I was trying to place myself in a position where I had to expand how comfortable I would feel having that conversation. Mm -hmm. So that I could say whatever was on my mind and be okay if the other person didn't like it, be okay if they did like it or felt neutral. So going in without an attachment to how they would respond to me was important. So that was important for me before I said it to you or to him. Yeah. And that took some time of, you know, spending some time with my own energy around how do I parent yeah. how do I parent am I happy with how I parent mm -hmm. and yeah I can be harder on myself than maybe others would be seeing my parenting from the outside for me it's about emotional regulation when we talk about power in a way that is emotionally honest feels more important to me than just to regulate. So I want to be speaking about the energy, even though it's not hurting anyone or harming anything. So there's like a subtle plane between all these constructs and inherited things that are happening and me just being in that moment of you got to get to school, you know, get the thing you're looking for me being angry and frustrated and going, if I'm emotionally honest, I'm very, 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 very frustrated. And that's what I said to my kids at one point. I'm very, 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 very frustrated. Mm -hmm. And so just owning my own emotions and not harming anyone with the emotions going, you're a bad yeah. child because you did that or whatever. So... I mean, I think the balance of power for me, going back to that, um, 
is very incremental mm -hmm. and very infinitely potential for there's infinite potential in it is what it is. And so that infinite potential. So in the last few months for me personally, my mind and body and emotions have never been at the level that they've been. No, I'm just being honest, um, emotionally honest, trying. <laughs> and that is, I believe, attributed to the fact that I'm reconciling any balance of power where I see it's out of balance now. Oh, that's super cool. And so that conversation with Craig was one of them. Mm -hmm. So, but here's the bookend to that conversation. Near the end of the trip, he had asked me so forcibly to do something because he was so uncomfortable and he wanted me off my phone. And I took my time. I was very patient. I didn't rush this because I didn't want it to be full of anger or criticism. So I waited about maybe 20 minutes, a half an hour, because we're still on the road. We're getting home. And I just turned to him and I say, it's not okay for me to not have a choice when you ask me a question. That question was you telling me what to do. And that's not okay. And so it was reconciling the balance of power, but doing it in a way that wasn't angry, critical, pissed off, mm -hmm. fighting for yeah. the power. Yeah. I love that, Kat. Thank you so much for sharing that and sharing that example and, and you know, all the courage that you bring to um, that work of reclaiming power. And um, I love what you're saying about... Um, reconciling all of these imbalances as you kind of feel them. Um, I, I appreciate that because it's just like, yeah, wow, what a beautiful practice that we can all be, be working on as well too. I find that often I'm not even noticing some of those imbalances because you're just so accustomed to it, right? You're like, oh, this is just what I do, you know? Never mind that, you know? <laughs> I did the school drop off and then I did all of the cleanup and the garbage takeout and everything else in the laundry and all of that stuff. And I've, you know, it's just part of what I do and I'm not, I'm naming chores as an example, but it's not necessarily the only aspect here that I'm talking about, but just in general where there's th certain things that uh, I think are where you're just, you're in that role and you're not even noticing there's those imbalances. And so I know I've noticed uh, friction when things come up and I'm just like, I respond to it, um, but in a very disempowered way, I'm noticing, you know, and, and in my desire to reclaim that power, I have felt um, maybe confrontational. Right. Or critical or or in some ways because that's you know that's that fight of like you know reclaiming right. your power and so I really appreciate the practice that you've um, talked about just now and and how you're working to also understand your own emotions and respond in a way that isn't critical or um, confrontational but still is in all of your power. Um, 
but it, it goes back to the beginning, like having the courage initially. I have no expectation of what the response will be. Mm-hmm. And, but I say that in a way because I believe it can be confrontational because it is confrontational in history, in life, right now, right. all the time. Your background head going, how could you not have noticed generations of women? That yeah. exists. <laughs> yes. So it's creating a new paradigm. So it's like, this is a visionary future conversation that I really want to have next time and hear all yeah. about yours. Because yeah, for sure. this is what we're talking about. It's like that me taking that step at the end of the trip and being in my power. So here, here's the paradigm shift. I'll walk you guys through it everyone who listens to this. So you, what you do is you, you stand up straighter, you take several breaths and you stay in your body. That's what I did. I was in my body, watching my emotions move, watching my thoughts move. So it's a very meditative practice. It's a very mindful practice. You're just doing that. When you know there's an imbalance of power, you're just like, okay, there's this stuff, there's emotions, thoughts, values, there's this trauma, there's the things that I've been learning, things that I understand about myself that I feel completely oppressed by this comment that was made. And I don't know their intention. I don't know where they came from with it, but this is how it landed. Okay. So regardless of who that person is, how they said it, when they said it, what they said, it landed that way. So it needs to be addressed. And then once all that awareness is done, is this the appropriate time or the appropriate person to reclaim? Because another way to do this practice is to go do a ritual by yourself and say, I release that energy of them being more powerful than me. I reclaim my power. And you just say it three times. I break this contract that they have. I break this contract, blah, blah, blah. So you can do it with anyone in your life. So for me, I've done it with some family members and just said, I break the contract that they tell me how to do this. I break the contract they tell me, and I just say it three times. So I don't need to do that with him because when you vocalize it and you do it in an interaction with a human being, it has so much power. When you're doing it solo, you need to do the three things so that you start to cut off psychically and energetically your weakness to them if that makes sense so then once it was a conversation with him that i said okay i can do this i can be neutral and i know that if i'm not neutral in the middle of me starting to speak i can say oh i'm sorry i thought i could bring this up but i don't think i'm comfortable right now so at any moment you can stop yourself but you have to be mindful throughout. And so the paradigm shift is going in with power, being mindful of your power, staying with your power, dropping out if you lose the power, staying with your power till the end, watching if your power stays when you're done with the conversation so that it's clean the whole way through. So that if this shrinks, if you're gone for any part of the conversation, that means that you haven't actually reclaimed anything. They took it from you at one point in the process. They took it from you when you were prepping, when you were in the middle of it, or when you finished it. And so what I've watched now is that 
trying to keep that power throughout the whole thing is the paradigm shift. If that makes sense. Yeah, that absolutely does. And I appreciate you going into detail with that um, practice because I think it is, um, it is something that is, a, it is a practice, you know, it's like something we do have to practice with. And um, that reminder to drop out when you feel like, okay, no, I don't have my power right now. I'm getting too confrontational or I'm getting to whatever um, disempowered then. Yeah. To actually stay in your power and by pulling out is actually staying in your power still. Exactly. So I love that. Exactly. And then your energy won't drop, your emotions won't drop. Then you don't go to exhaustion or depletion. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's so beautiful. What a nice way to close out our um, discussion with a beautiful practice um, for everyone who is working on reclaiming their power and reclaiming that narrative of who it is that they should be or need to do or at these expectations that um of what they have to be so thanks so much for sharing kat yeah thank you this is beautiful expert exploration and as you notice there's so many body based um just markers they're like part of the path so being in the body if there's one thing to remember, be in your body. Absolutely. Oh, so important. So important. Yeah. 